0: Hello, and welcome to Podcast Pivo, the new podcast from Prague, Czech Republic. Or should we say Czechia? No, we shouldn't. We will be exploring the people of Prague and beyond, from expats to locals, foreigners to foragers. Join me, Rory Wilmer, as we go drinking with writers, musicians, politicians, publicans, artists, architects, anarchists and alcoholics. To discover more about Prague and the people who call it their home. Eshtiad no prosim, this is Podcast Pivo. Pokonche prosim vistu anastu, the leisure to Zavirai. You're listening to Podcast Pivo. We've taken a little break for the last week or so due to the pandemic COVID-19 situation here in the Czech Republic. It's been a little bit tricky to get out to our guests and to speak to the people we want to speak to, especially in a pub. The pubs are closed. Tricky. You know, you can only do so much home drinking. You want to be careful with that. Now, what's unusual in Czech Republic is you're not allowed to drink outside. Even public drinking is banned. Oh my god, I think this is the first time I've ever experienced such a thing in this country. Because normally, there's nothing better than cracking open a cold tinny on a park bench and enjoying some lovely pivo in the outdoor air. Well, that's forbidden, so we're forbidden. We can't do podcast pivo. So in the meantime, I thought I would give you a little update and say we've got some great shows coming up. We've got some great guests Who are going to be here talking to us. People from Prague. People who visited Prague. People who are from anywhere else. That's interesting. Doesn't have to be Prague. We're going to go out to Pilsen. We're going to go down south to Moravia. Down Bruno ways and further. And um, yeah, we're going to even be leaving the country. We're going to go to Copenhagen. Go over to Denmark. We're going to speak to some people in Norway. We're going to travel all around to give you some great interviews. Hoping also to get down to South Africa at some point and have a great chat with a very interesting investigative journalist who I think you're really gonna enjoy listening to. So in the meantime, I thought I'd give everybody a little update on my latest new book, Social Media and the Seven Deadly Sins. I've had a lot of interest about this. A lot of people asking me where they can buy it. Um, And I say, hold on, wait, it's coming soon. All right, gonna tease it longer, we're gonna write it longer. And um, the good news is, is that we're starting to develop this into a script, into a concept for a drama. And we've got some really great, interesting team of people working on this and I'm very excited to tell you more about it soon. Top secret for now, but let's just say you might have heard of them. Okay then. So, sit back, enjoy, subscribe, Listen to the old three podcasts that we got, episode one, two, and three. Aiden Hughes, Adrian Stout, Cedric Malone. Three great people. Three great shows. More great people coming soon. So for now, social media and the seven deadly sins, check it out. I know you're only waiting for the right moment to attack him. Yes. And Bing knows that too. So... Oh. By delivering you, I allay his suspicions. <laughs> I gain time. Our weapons are inferior. We need another year's preparation. Ming's not unbeatable. With all his men, he couldn't even kill Flash. Gordon's alive? Social Media and the Seven Deadly Sins by Rory Wilmer. This is the beginning of my book that I'm going to do as an audio preview, a little bit of a trailer for what's forthcoming and what I've been working on. This is dedicated to my darling wife and my loving father, both who are writers who have inspired me to believe in the power of the written word. I did not intend to write a book about the Bible or the Christian religion. While I have taken inspiration from The Seven Deadly Sins, I am not trying to take a viewpoint from a theological perspective. As an atheist, I look towards all organised religions with a large degree of scepticism. After 20 years of working in digital advertising for a multitude of global brands, I find myself having an even greater degree of scepticism for social media, and in particular, Facebook Inc. I no longer believe that the good outweighs the bad, that social media companies have our best intentions at heart. That they want to help us connect with our friends and families and bring our communities closer together. Their purposes are only focused on greed in the form of profit. A profit created by leeching your data and selling it to the highest bidder. Each of us has been assigned a dollar value and the content thoughts and creativity we share on their networks Allows for us to be a commodity which can be traded. But at what price? We have made a deal with the devil, sold our most private thoughts and desires in exchange for the dopamine hit of an engagement. This is how the social media engine runs on the fuel of the seven deadly sins and why it's harming humanity. I don't remember how I got here, but here. I am 20 years into a career supporting global brands, propagate their messages through digital and social channels. It all started back in 1998 when myself and a few other online friends decided to create an online forum where we could share our creativity and discuss world events. We had all been members of an American-based website called Dotcom, a spin-off from the FARC and Style websites where the best writers from what was then considered the dark net of censorship-free forum postings would publish essay-style articles. The site was minimal, clean, and free of advertising banners, which had started to become a pandemic of click farm proportions. We called our forum the flip side, in the sense that we wanted it to be a flip side from the very worst of the internet to showcase what we felt was the very best, community. Our community consisted of members from all walks of life, from all corners of the globe. We were young, bright-eyed, and looking at the beginning of social media before the term had even been invented. And that's because social media had actually been a thing long before Mark Zuckerberg arrived at Harvard University and looked for a way to get laid. We worked in open source PHP code and shared our hacks and developments back to the community, as well as openly sharing our creativity at no cost. We didn't run adverts on our site, we self funded it and crowdsourced funds from our members. Again, long before the idea of Kickstarters had entered our modern parlance. In this sense, looking back, we were way ahead of the curve. Our forum, also designed in blue, and had a white F in a blue square as a logo. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Now we have a saying in social media marketing: engage or die. Our key performance indicators are always dominated by the amounts and types of engagement and interaction we can wean from the unsuspecting targets of our content. Something I learned very early on was the notion that angry people click more. How you could incite people to feel negative emotions in order to lead them somewhere or to get them to engage and share their thoughts and feelings without them even realizing they had been manipulated into joining a conversation. More often than not, this conversation would become an argument. We tend to project an image of ourself on our social feeds of the person we WANT people to believe we are, and not really show the person we truly are. Let's face it, mostly because our lives are mediocre at the best of times, and often quite repetitive and unfulfilling. When we stare into the black mirror of our phones, we are able to create the image of ourselves that we WANT to see. Yet this social mask betrays us, for the data exhausts we leave behind show our true selves to the ones who collect the data. Allowing them to see deep into our psyche and to know and understand us better than we understand ourselves. This is when I had my divine inspiration. What were the things that gained the most engagements when it came to social media? The more I looked into it, the more I started to see a pattern and how much this pattern started to look like a list of the capital vices. The more angry people would become, the more they would respond. This led me to start thinking about the main themes and types of content that people share on their own social media.